Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Dave Seymour. Dave, are you ready to do this? I'm ready, willing, and able, George. Let's play. I like it. Let's do this. Dave is the CEO of Freedom Venture Investments and the star of A&E's Flipping Boston. I'm excited to have you on. Dave, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, that's a big wide canvas in which I can paint a pretty picture in 20 minutes. But yeah, Um, excuse me. Uh, Let's make this a a long story short for real. Uh, I'm an immigrant to the States. I came here in 86 from England. Um, I'm a working class guy. Um, My parents, uh, you know, taught me how to trade time for money, and I was very good at that. Um, Fast forward to uh, the late, you know, the late 90s, 96, 97. I was very blessed to um, step into one of those good government jobs. I was uh, hired up as a firefighter and a paramedic. I worked nice. in the city of Lynn, yeah, Lynn, Massachusetts, just north of Boston. You know, one of those good government jobs. And as I'm sure, I'm sure everybody else who listens to this conversation can can fill in the blank, right? They do that for a really good retirement plan, mm-hmm. right? That's why you do it. You do it for those reasons. Plus, it takes an act of Congress to lose one of those jobs. But, um, you know, it was interesting. With my working class background came a financial grade of, of F minus. Um, you know, I wasn't I wasn't pertinent to capital, how to work it, how to how to look after it, how to nurture it. I was really good at, at spending it. I was letting it go, and, and it never really ever came back. Right. And, um, you know, in my late late 30s, I've, I found myself in a pretty pretty crappy position, to be frank with you, George. I was, was losing my primary residence. I'd refinanced it two or three times in an 18-month period of time because they told me that my house would never go down in value. Hmm. Um, I was spending more than I earned, and... Um, I was $70,000 in unsecured debt and uh, trading about 120 hours every week of my life for somebody else's money. So that's that's a driver, right? That's a, yeah. uh, that's, a, that's a motivating factor in, in the circumstances to follow <laughs> is the best way to put it. And, um, you know, I, I, I had to do something different. And I'm screaming and shouting at, you know, my big guy upstairs. Maybe it's your big girl upstairs, whoever it is that's bigger and better than you, right? We can't we can't be the, the be all and end all of everything, I don't think. But anyway, I'm I'm screaming and shouting and praying to my guy. And I'm like, you know, what's up, man? I've I've done everything I'm supposed to do. I'm a I'm a great American citizen. I don't lie, I don't cheat, I don't steal, I work hard. You know, I I, I take care of my family as best I can and this is just one big pile of crap. <laughs> And um, a commercial came on the radio as I was sitting in the truck, uh, Teach Me Foreclosure, a free one and a half hour seminar coming to your neck of the woods. I'm going to teach you how to buy houses with other people's money, no money down. 
you two can be wealthy. And I'm like, yeah, baby. <laughs> Perfect for me. <laughs> I'll take some of that. This is please. what I want. <laughs> this is what I want. And, uh, you know, on the, on the serious side of it, George, I had uh, ran a small construction company on my days off from the fire department. So, you know, I knew there was money in sticks and bricks, brother. I knew it. <laughs> but I was always broke as a joke. Uh, you know, I didn't have I didn't have two two extra nickels to rub together. Everything was was unsecured debt. But anyway, I went to this event, and for the first time in my life, I started hearing a different conversation. Uh, I started to hear about financial awareness. Uh, so a guy said to me, "With with capital, you want to let one free so it can come back with two or three. And I'm like, "No, no, no, man, that's not right. We're supposed to save our money." Right. He said, no, if you save your money, you're just putting it in the bank and it devalues every day and you're losing money. Well, what do you mean? What do you mean? And it was like I had I had so many generational um, uh, influences of, of capital and growth and, and you know, work that I, I it was it was a very it was a struggle. It was a struggle to wrap my head around what these people were telling me. But I I, I was desperate. I was given what, what I today consider to be the gift of desperation. And uh, I took the last $27,000 that was available on my wife's credit cards, and we invested in a training program for real estate. And um, I never looked back. I never looked back. And I realized today I purchased, I purchased some accountability that day, which is something that uh, was kind of new. It's easy to talk. Talk is cheap. But when you're financially accountable, emotionally accountable, um, when you can look in the mirror at three o'clock in the morning with authenticity and no longer spin the same line of, of crap that you've been given your whole life. And this is just for me, not for anybody else. This is my story. You know, when I did that and I stood in truth and honesty, I knew that I had no option but to always be moving forward. And I've never forgotten that, that moment of clarity for me. It was born out of desperation and then it became clear as to what I needed to do. And I went at it, Georgia. I went at it like a crazy man, brother. I mean, they said they said, you know, go to as many meetups and RIA groups, real estate investment association groups as you could, and I did. They said pick up the phone and call anybody and everybody who you believe, um, you know, could could help you or you help them in your business. And I, um, I did it. I did it, man. I made offers when I didn't have money. I made offers when I did have money. And I did my first real estate transaction. I'm still working in the fire department at this point. And um, I did that first one, and it was, it was almost. Um, <laughs> this sounds so bad, but I'm going to say it anyway. It was almost spiritual, George. It yeah. was a spiritual experience for sure. me, man, to realize that I got a check in my hand, and it was for five thousand dollars. And it was on a, a wholesale transaction in the real estate world where I, I, I sold the equitable interest in a contract on a property. And this was in 2008 when the market cracked. Right. And uh, I looked at this check for five grand and I thought to myself, everything that I had done prior in my life to create $5,000 of income, how many nights I'd been away from my wife and my kids, you know, how many holidays I'd missed, how many weekends I'd worked. And in this circumstances, I didn't have to. And I just, I just never looked back. I never looked back. I just, I poured gasoline on that emotion. Along the way, um, I feel like I'm doing all the talking, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great story. Yeah, it, you know what? It's, um, I, I sat down with um, a gentleman by the name of Jack Canfield a few mm. years ago. Jack nice. Canfield's the author of Chicken Soup for the Soul. Sure. 
And uh, I invested $20,000 to spend one day with Jack on his couch and just hang out and shoot the breeze. And um, big influence in my personal development. But he said to me, he said, your story is biblical. You know, the, the guy comes from another country, comes to America, yeah. he goes through the, yeah. you know, through the forest of evil and comes out <laughs> the other side. He's like, you should write a book. I said, all right, I'll, I'll do that in my spare time. Yeah. But anyway, I, um, you know, I, I, I applied. I applied. You know, there's a lot of folks out there that are really good at educating themselves, and then there's a, a group of people who are really good at implementing just ideas, and then there's a, a finite group of people who implement what they learn from other experts. And if there was one thing that I did, it was that was I implemented what I learned from proven experts, and um, it put me on a, a trajectory that I could never have imagined, man. I mean, I. I get a call from from a production company and they're like, you know, maybe we should do a TV show with you guys. And I'm thinking, this is kind of crazy. <laughs> I, I had sent in an application to them full of profanity just to separate myself from everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, next, next, yeah, for, for real. Yeah, I did. Look, I'd been around some people at that point in my career that, that were pretty, pretty influential um, online marketers and stuff like that. And, and I'm like, if I want to do this thing just for S's and giggles, I mean, I got to separate myself from the pack. I know I'll swear a lot. Right. You know, Gary Vanichuk does it. You know, he swears everywhere he goes. But people know that Gary's going to swear when he gets on there. If you go to a Tony Robbins event live, he'll use some of the worst profanity that, you, that your grandmother would, would, you know, roll over in her grave if she heard. It, what it does is it, it interrupts people's consciousness. It's a conscious interruption when somebody uses offensive language. So that's my that's my uh, <laughs> that's my reason why I'm sticking with it. But I, I used it and it worked. And people were like, you know, this guy's in your face. He's loud. He's big. He's he's you know we should put him on a TV show. And they did. And uh, you know, 29 episodes and four years of a reality TV show with a camera up your rear end but it put me in a position where where i was i was now became a, a national expert man uh phone call from the today show come come you know come to a bid on the today show uh rachel ray four or five times we've done the rachel ray show and oh wait a minute why, why don't you come in and sit on squawk box on the panel with joe and becky and andrew and i'm like are you kidding me three years ago i was sitting in a firehouse you know watching this on tv and three years later i'm sitting with you guys it was a mind blower it was an absolute mind blower but here's the magic dude here's the magic making a conscious decision to do something different created magic in my life and then to stay in motion follow experts implement what you learn from them created a um it's it's an energy it's uh, you know it's the law of attraction it's it's you know, it's energy in motion. And um, I began to attract the people that, that really put my, my life on the trajectory it's in today. The very best investors uh, in the country, you know, want to do business with the guy from the TV show. Um, the doors that some people would have to knock on for years, you know, to get an appointment or, a, or an introduction. I was very blessed that you could just drop that, that TV thing as a calling card. Right. And, perce and perception's 90% of the game. Mm -hmm. You know, perception is 90% of the game. Are you perceived to be somebody, uh, you know, who, who can implement what, what, what you talk about? And once you get to the point of perception, well, then you get into the, you know, the, the, the deployment of your business strategy, whatever it is. 
and then you get to, you know, not only are you perceived to be that person, but look, there's the proof when you get to actually, you know, uh, do, do a deal or whatever the case may be. So, you know, it's, uh, it's been, it's been uh, very reflective in the past, you know, six, eight, nine, ten months, if you will, going through COVID because it's like, you know, COVID has created uh, an unprecedented opportunity in a number of different ways, you know, soci uh, socioeconomically, um, socially, uh, you know, businesses are never going to be coming back. Uh, if you look around us and you, and you start to pay attention to the, you know, to the landscape um, with intelligence, not with not with you know media emotion, but use use some t intelligence, use some 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 common sense. And you know, I'm looking at it today. So when when I was very heavy in in private money lending, you know, maybe the past year or so of my my career prior to COVID, and um, when COVID hit, you know, God is good, man. The right investors that I have known in my career came back into a sphere of influence and we made a massive pivot and the pivot was over to the commercial arena, but not retail, not office space. Um, those are such a challenged investment class for us as investors in, in real estate. We transitioned and pivot uh, purely into uh, multifamily housing. <laughs> So, so here's where we're at today to, to bring us full circle from a $5,000 check, you know, 12 years ago to today, um, I am one of three managers um, of a private equity firm. Um, we have uh, $100 million that we deploy with multifamily assets in the Gulf Coast region of Florida. Um, the raise private equity means private capital for accredited investors. We put that money to work um, within the company um, on these multifamily assets, and we turn those assets around. And over a you know a five to six year period of time, we we make those assets more profitable. We have the infrastructure and the teams to not only manage them but also take care of any deferred maintenance on these properties. And you make them more valuable. And you know we've stress tested the business model with my business partner Walter Novicki. Um, he has raised in the past 15 years of his career in, in the Florida market, uh, about 125 million in private equity. He's put that equity to work, which is important. Sometimes it's easier to raise it than it is to spend it, but um, he's put that money to work in the marketplace. He's paid all of that capital back in his 15, 20 year career. <clears throat> and then he's also paid back a 20 plus, 20% uh, plus, um, what they call an internal rate of return on that capital over the life of the of the hold of the investor's money. So those are solid numbers. Um, and we're, we're, we're bullish. Uh, we're, we're so aggressive right now on our capital raise. Um, the phones are ringing with inbound calls because people are hurting in these multifamily assets. The, the investors are ready to sell now. Um, you know, they, they haven't been able to collect rents. They, they've been working on tight margins because they're not professional like we are. And it creates uh, it creates a massive opportunity. So that's what we're doing today. Uh, I'm quite impressed with myself. I see a timer up here. I actually got through like a life history in about 16 minutes, which is an absolute <laughs> miracle for me. So I know I, I know I got some divine intervention today. Nice. <laughs> for sure. Well, that's a, for sure. That's, that's, that's an awesome story. So I I, I want to hear about how people can 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 get involved with you. 
before I ask yeah. that, you, you talked about how you purchased some accountability that day when you yeah. took whatever money that you had access to and then gave it to to buy that course. Do you have a yeah. sense of how people can 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 get that same sense without having their back against the wall, or do you think that they really need to be at that ground zero or rock bottom? Uh, uh, dude, that's such a good question, George. You know, that's such a good question, man. I mean, um, you know, I, I I did an event one time with, with, with Tony Robbins. It was up in Canada, and this is going to sound cheesy, and, and please get the, get the bigger message out of it. <clears throat> but he, he dropped a one-liner on me backstage, and he said, massive passion combined with massive action is what gets massive results, right? Um, <clears throat> so for me, you know, the back was against the wall. For some people, there's there's a complacency, I feel, that that is almost – it tends to be kind of like sewn into the fabric of society today where, you know, either somebody's going to do something for me and if they don't, well, it's it's not my problem, you know. Like this 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 essence of having a hand out, rather than looking for an opportunity to have a hand up. Um, I, I I don't look, man. You got me with that one, dude. To thine own self be true, right? <laughs> yeah. Look in the mirror. Did you put in maximum effort today? And if you did, you know what were the results? And if the results were not what you wanted them to be, maybe it's time to grow up. You know, put on some long pants, take off the short pants, own it, own it, right? Own it, my Lord, own it, right? We, for some reason, like owning our own actions and, and results seems to be, seems to be like, guess what? Not everybody wins, you know, like yeah. you're teaching our kids that everybody's, no, sometimes you, you, you fall short of the mark, you know, what was it? It was, um, I think it was, um, uh, who's the boxer there? Mike Tyson. He said, you know, everybody's got a plan until you get smacked in the mouth, yeah. right? So when you get smacked in the mouth, what's your plan? And if, look, if mediocrity is okay with you, then stay mediocre. But if, if you're driven to a point where, um, and here's, well, we can go off on a tangent here. Things are about to change in this country, George. And a lot of the controls that we have had for long-term retirement, a lot of controls we have had over, um, you know, um, direction of our own capital, um, our 401ks that this country has been sold a bag of goods on. I mean, those things are real, man. Those things are real. And if, and if we don't pay attention and we just stay with herd mentality, then unfortunately, you know, people may very well get slaughtered with the rest of the herd. Yeah. So I've, 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 one of the things I would always write, ask questions, ask questions, do not, do not, um, just go head down and see what happens. Ask questions. So I, I don't know if I answered your question, brother, but nope, that, that I, was a great one. I think that's that excellent. For me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks. And hey, man, you've already given us right there a handful of difference-making tips, but I'm going to ask you for one more. So Dave, Savage Nation's ready. Give us that difference-making tip. <laughs> don't compare your insides with other people's outsides, right? Don't do it. Know your own value in the marketplace. Write a list of the top 10 things you're fantastic out uh, at and then figure out how to bring those skill sets to the marketplace and make your opening line be, hi, my name is, and what can I do for you? And if you can do that consistently and get comfortable with that, magic happens. Like that is great stuff. That definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. Dave, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you and how can they get involved with you? 
Yeah, great. Um, you can find us at freedomventure.com. Freedomventure.com. And if you uh, if you Google me, I'm sure you can find me, Dave Seymour, S-E-Y-M-O-U-R. Um, there's a free book download actually on our website, uh, Unlocking the Code to Multifamily Investing. A uh, nice little fundamental read on uh, how commercial real estate can can literally change somebody's life, whether you do it passive with us or you attempt to do it yourself. Um, it is a long-term investment. Love it. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Dave your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to Freedom Venture. Dave, is it Freedom Venture or Freedom Ventures? Freedom Venture in the singular, not the plural. FreedomVenture.com. Get a copy of, of the book as well. And, you know, just Google Dave and you will find all kinds of great info as well as check them out on uh, on the A&E show. Thanks again, Dave. There you go. Thanks, man. Bye. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.